Clinton, Ohio Bias presents a special 10th unit report with the reaction to the Urban Meyer retirement news. Um, Jake, this one is a pretty short and sweet podcast. Um, the news comes down this morning. The rumors have been out there. It's confirmed, and the press conference is coming. Urban Meyer announcing his retirement after the Rose Bowl. Your initial reaction? Yeah, Dion, I mean, I'm not super surprised by this. Um, I thought that maybe he would uh, announce we, – well, we heard the news was coming down. He was going to announce something, and I thought that might be that he was going to have one more season and then – Hand it over to Jason uh, Jason Day, <laughs> Ryan Day. Wrong, you're wrong, Columbus. Uh, the Columbus golfer, Jason Day. Yes, this is the new head coach of the Buckeyes, uh, so Ryan Day. But uh, it, uh, I just think with the way we saw his health deteriorate towards the end of the season, and the other thing is, I don't think he was at peace with how it all went down with the Zach Smith stuff. I think he felt like he was uh, done wrong to a certain extent. And uh, I think that he also realizes that going forward, it was going to be tough for him to be able to recruit, I think, uh, against some of these coaches using it uh, against Ohio State. And I think it was just the, you know, all the stars aligned and uh, he felt like it was the right time to, to step away. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, like the real fans, and I'm going to focus on that a lot in this podcast, this short podcast, um, ladies and gentlemen, but I feel like the real fans, we felt like this was, we at least emotionally and mentally prepared ourselves for him leaving, considering everything that happened over the summer with Zach Smith and whatnot, when that looked like that could have been the case, um, that it could step away, and even with the suspension. Um, and then the health concerns came out, so you're like, you know, hey, um, whenever Meyer got hired, it always felt like it was going to be a short tenure, and I never thought it would last this long. Um, I knew the winning and the success would, but I just didn't know how long he was going to be able to do it just coming off of making a, It felt like he made a snap decision after one year with ESPN and wanted to get back into it. So um, I do think that we got a lot, um, and it was a great run, considering, you know, all the statistics and everybody's put that up. I mean, you know, the guy didn't lose double-digit games. One loss in the shoe, I mean, you know, one national championship. Um, he's leaving the program in a better place, Jake. Um, but my focus is now on when we think about the next chapter. And let me say this last thing, and I said it on the last podcast, but, I mean, I'm so happy for the guy. I'm happy that he gets to leave on his own terms, happy for his health. If he, you know, he can take the stress of the day-to-day things of Ohio State or those 3 a.m. calls worrying about players and all that kind of stuff that, you know, nobody ever gets to see and has to deal with. Um, And, of course, the social media bashing from some of the fake fans who, if they lose a game to Purdue, are calling for the guy to be fired. So I hope all you folks are ready for a dose of reality out there. Um, Then use their line about the Cavs, Jake, you know, saying we're going to see who the real fans are now in this bandwagon. Completely agree with your sentiments there. Uh, this program is better for having Urban Meyer. Um, you know, it, Trestle did a great job uh, with Ohio State, but uh, let's face it, we weren't a national contender every year under Trestle, and we didn't expect it. Uh, you know, you, you, it was still a time where winning the Big Ten was uh, a giant goal, and uh, when Urban came and went undefeated his first year uh, under some adverse circumstances, to say the least. Uh, coming off of the Luke Fickle uh, season that uh, that was, uh, you know, less than what you want as an Ohio State fan to do that without having knowing you didn't have uh, a reward at the end of the season other than to be able to beat Michigan, uh, I, that was incredible. And then to win the national title, 
and win multiple Big Ten championships and the recruiting classes that he brought in every year. Uh, you know, Trestle did a great job of recruiting, but he wasn't a top five uh, national class every year, and that's uh, that's what Urban Meyer turned this brand into. And uh, we can only hope that Ryan Day is able to uh, continue that and bring in the top athletes and uh, keep the excellence at the level where it is. And uh, I, I believe that, uh, that's, that it's in good hands. And uh, I was impressed with what Ryan Day did in the tough circumstances this year. And I think it's going to be key to keep some of the guys uh, that you have and, more importantly, get rid of some of the ones that we're maybe bringing down this program. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're definitely going to get to that. Um, the one thing is um, everybody says they're staying on. And the names that are real important to me, Jake, of course, is Larry Johnson, Mark Pantone, and Mickey Mariotti, um, and everybody that's a real Buckeye fan that's knows the who list. those guys are. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's <laughs> um, the list. <laughs> that's the rest. Um, I, I'm, I'm fine with, with finding new coaches everywhere else except for those three. When it comes to how this program is going to change over and look, I think now is the time if we're going to, you know, here's my real beef, you know, and the way everything went down this summer and everything, people feel a certain way. It it seems, according to the Pete Thamel article, and things are leaking, information is coming out right now and dispersing. It's kind of, you know, emotional reactions, too, to what you read and whatnot. So I'm not going to say anything emphatically or whatnot. But I did read something cool, both from a fan and also from reports that Urban Meyer might take some type of role still with the university. Jake, I'll tell you this right now, man. I would clean house. I would make Urban Meyer the athletic director just like Nebraska did with Tom Osborne, and we would see this program flourish for another 20 years. You know what I mean? If it was me doing things, on, and I was one of the uh, trustees at, Ohio, at the Ohio State University. Yeah, I mean, one thing to me right now is that uh, you've got an opportunity to start fresh, and I think it's – well, well timed for uh, our new athletic director to come in because uh, Gene Smith, for the good things that he's done for this program, uh, we chronicled it a lot during the Zach Smith uh, early season stuff. It, there's been a lot of bad things that have happened under his watch, and uh, you know he's he's stuck around. I think mostly because of you know the quote unquote knows where the dead bodies are buried uh, part of it, but. Now it's it feels like this program and uh, this entire athletic program at Ohio State needs a fresh start, and uh, I, I would be fine with uh, Urban Meyer. And if it's not Urban Meyer, uh, you know, someone else coming in here with some uh, fresh ideas and without the uh, the tarnish that uh, I think Gene Smith has at this point. Because we got to see if Ohio State is really going to be still serious about sports. And that's what it really comes down to. Because when Ryan Day taking over now, we think about the three games, he was a caretaker. Now can he become owner? Like, can he take the true ownership of this program? Is he going to be able to hire and fire the people that he wants to without Gene Smith, you know, hand on all the coaching hires? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why you kind of want a new athletic director. Now, that athletic director might want to go in a different direction here after next season, considering how everything turns out and bring in his own coach. But that's the kind of freedom I think this program really needs if it's going to grow um, and build. Um, and, and it's got to take a different tone and look because the shadow of Urban Meyer is too great. And Lord knows, Jake, when I talk about those fake fans and everything out there, it was all because of the expectations. And we cannot put the same expectations on a Ryan Day-led program that we had in the Urban era. 
Yeah, I mean, you become somewhat of a victim of circumstance in, in all this is that you know, Urban has put the standard for what a football program is so high. I mean, even myself this year, I got caught up in it uh, at times where you saw the team underperforming to the talent level that you knew it had, and it frustrated you. And it, it, I guess it's a, a, a little bit of an entitlement thing. Um, and you look at the final outcome of the season where you won the Big Ten, you beat Michigan, and you're going to go to the Rose Bowl, and you should be happy about that. Um, but at the same time, I still feel like this team could have been better and had the talent to be better and, and should have been in that uh, playoff. And I'm not blaming the college football committee for not being there. I'm blaming the coaches and the players for not playing better and being coaching and coaching these kids better so that they were in the right positions to succeed. Um, so it, it's, it's a double-edged sword at times. And uh, I, I think that, yeah, you got to be able to allow Ryan Day uh, to – to carve out his own uh, his own niche and his own style, but at the same time, you don't want the expectations for this program to drop off. You you still want it to be uh, a, a program that's going to bring in a top five recruiting class every year and be talked about in as in the conversation for a very likely playoff berth each year and to win the Big Ten and to beat Michigan and all those things that go along with it. So uh, he's he's stepping into some awfully big shoes and. Uh, if he comes up short of those shoes, then uh, he's going to feel backlash, and it's going to come pretty quickly, I'm afraid. Yeah, and that's what I talk about, those fake fans out there. If they could have backlash against Urban Meyer's record, can you imagine if we're looking at, you know, week three, I think it's week three or four, week two, three or four, I don't know, when we play uh, Cincinnati and, like, somehow the Buckeyes lose to the Bearcats and then people saying we should hire Fickle. And I've seen that, um, you know, Fickle's defense was better and stuff like that, which, yeah, I mean, so. um, Luke Fickle, the defensive guy who they wanted to run out for 10 years. (laughs) You know, they're going to want to bring him back um, now. Yeah. And which brings me to the point where I talk about hiring a fire guy. This guy, Greg Schiano, has got to go. I, I don't know. And this is this will be the one. So when we look at how this thing moves forward, Jake, and um, it'll be plenty of time to celebrate Urban Meyer. I think, you know, I'll be there when they put the statue up and all that kind of stuff. Um, hopefully it's him with uh, his shoulder on trestle and the vest there, you know, two statues next to each other. But um, I, I, I really believe that, you know, Shiano's got to go, maybe Bill Davis. And those are the things that will let me know Ryan Day is really moving forward. And, I mean, this has to come very swift after the Rose Bowl. Like, this can't be something that we wait. I mean, they could also they could actually announce it today. They probably would take some of the sting and the hurt away from this Urban Meyer news. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, uh, like we said, we identified the guys that we want to keep, and the rest of them I think they need to go. And that was one other thing about Urban is he we know he's – uh, very loyal to a fault. We we found that out very very uh, uh, evidently this year, um, and I, I think it's a good opportunity for the program to kind of start fresh with uh, new coaches that are going to be able to give these kids better instruction and don't have other agendas. Um, and uh, you know, we I think we saw that at times with the Chris Ashes of the world and um, some of the other coaches that have come and taken jobs elsewhere. Uh, and and I think that uh, Jason uh, Jason Day again Ryan Day uh, he will bring some of that in. I think he's got his own ideas and he's going to want to make the program his and bring his own guys in 
Uh, and uh, I, I'm with you. I think that uh, that they need to start fresh in a lot of positions. Um, I'm happy that he gets to walk on his own terms and it's not under a cloud or something. I mean, I'll tell you this, there was a lot out there with the former wide receiver Grimes and things like that with some maybe some improper. It's not even that everybody did something improper. It's just the way the situation would look within the NCAA old school rules. Um, he helped the young man out, his mom, and helping him get a transfer out of Ohio State to Florida. So, you know what I mean? I mean, for all the people in Florida that still hate Urban Meyer, um, there you go. Um, so, you know, I, I just think that Urban Meyer's what I mean, Jacob, we look back, he's the first coach to actually, you know, retire and it'd be somewhat of a, uh, even though it's melancholy, it's still a positive situation for him that he gets to walk away with a smile. And I'll tell you this, man, watching that Big Ten championship game, man, one thing Urban Meyer was very good at and almost excellent at, um, and I don't know where he learned it at. It must have been back in the Bowling Green days or when he first got to Utah and went undefeated, but nobody hoist a trophy better than Urban Meyer, man. So um, <laughs> I'm, I was happy to see that, and uh, I think back, look back to all the teams that – he coached and all the trophies that he hoisted. I mean, this guy always put that thing up, and it was kind of like Simba and the Lion King, man. He would put that thing to the sky, and it was like a ray of sunshine would come out of it somewhere. So. Yeah, and uh, he was great at hoisting trophies and uh, running down the sideline to call timeout. That's uh, one of the things I always remember about him, uh, being very uh, animated on the sideline and in the games. And uh, and that's, you know, what I really love is that he, how invested he was and how invested he was in his student athletes and uh, wanting to do the best thing for the the program of Ohio State football, despite uh, sometimes uh, things not going the way uh, the way he envisioned or maybe the uh, he was thinking he was doing the right thing and uh, it wasn't the right thing at all times. I think he still wanted the best for the program. Yeah, I think the program continues. A lot of people always think, you know, they put a little too much faith in the university and the program. Um, I don't know if it gets better than this, Jake. I'll just be – I'll say it because it has to be said. I mean, the guy's record is unmatched. Um, but just like a phoenix rises from the ashes, we know that we – plant those little buckeyes those little poisonous nuts and buckeye grove and they grow into big strong trees it might take a little while so you know we might go through some growing pains but the program can grow um and it can grow stronger and uh we can get back into this college football playoff conversation and be having all that fun uh speaking of those conversations we will be having one jake uh with the guys from the dog pod with the guys from the dog pod both law dog and brian um big Washington Husky fans, and they do a podcast similar to ours, so we're going to do a little joint venture and talk all things Rose Bowl, so that'll be exciting. And then Jake, of course, will have all the lines and uh, betting info every week here are leading up to all these bowl games, exciting stuff, right, Jake? Yeah, absolutely. Me and uh, Mike Young from CG Technology uh, will be checking in on uh, all the bowl games, giving you guys the best value. Uh, bets out there for these games is the bull season as you know is a different animal uh, there's a lot of different things that play into it uh, agendas uh, especially as far as um, you know what what each coach and each program is looking to get out of each game and how big the reward is for each team so lots of things to look out in lots of things to uh, look out for uh, when you're talking about betting on bowl games. And then we're also going to start talking about some college basketball and 
uh, get into all that. So uh, it should be a good time, and we'll keep that uh, the, the podcast rolling with that. The, so the line went up a point, Jake. Uh, Ohio State's favor, I think it's minus uh, five and a half for the Rose Bowl. Um, I'm thinking about taking the mortgage and putting it on it right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I think one thing, these kids are going to be focused and ready to play with some energy in this Rose Bowl. Yeah, I think it has definitely changed now a little bit, the dynamic of uh, what this game is going to mean to these student-athletes and uh, to uh, Urban Meyer. And uh, unfortunately for our friends over there at the Dog Pod, uh, it might be just a matter of wrong timing for them. I believe that Pac-12 championship score was 10-6 or 10-3. But... Hey guys, I mean it's it's a it's a sad, but um, be happy for Urban. Be happy for Coach Meyer, his family. Um, I mean, once again, can't say it enough. I mean, success and leaving the way that he was, and just wishing him health. I mean, um, let's hope we're not doing a podcast here in the very near future about you know the worst that could happen. So hopefully he's happy and healthy and and still around the program for a very long time to come. Absolutely. Um... Just looking forward to the the Ryan Day era, and uh, there's going to be lots of news to come out, and it'll be a busy, busy offseason for Ohio State football as uh, we get to get through the basketball season as well and all the great things that Chris Holtman's doing for the Buckeyes, and uh, it should be a very, very interesting time for us nuts. All right, stay in touch, stay connected with us with an Ohio Bias on Facebook. You can always follow with an Ohio Bias on Twitter for breaking news and all these things. Um, and, of course, you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on Stitcher. As always, go Bucks. We will talk at you next time. OH. I hope. We got nine keys to the truck. Here's the 2015 Buckeye Machine, Coach. Whoa, whoa. to heart with you. Uh, careers are made, legends are born. Usually I will say that until the week before we go to that stadium, right? Careers are made, legends are born. Great saying, I love saying that because it's true, Josh. Careers are made. They're made right here. In a place like Ohio State, you become a legend. Don't hide from that. You do your stuff, you take care of your responsibility, become a great player, you're a legend at a place like Ohio State. This is not for everyone. So if you continue to be on this side of the room, we got a problem with you because the expectation level that you guys created in Ohio State's never been higher. Two years ago, we lost a game. Did we lose because of really bad players? Is that why we lost to Michigan State? Is it because we had bad players? Is it because we have bad coaches? No, we lost that game because we didn't go into that thing at full capacity. We didn't do it. And for some reason, it didn't happen. Last year, Wisconsin, full unit, full capacity. Absolutely. Alabama. Maximum capacity. All nine showed up. You win it. And then Oregon for the national title. How we how do we do, Josh? All nine. How the corners do, Kerry? How the D line do? How they all do? I'll help you with that. Nine strong. That's my focus. I, I'm gonna help on offense. I'm gonna do special teams. But I can damn well guarantee you this: it's gonna be nine strong. You got me, Evan? Or you won't be here. That's the way it is. Our goal is not to win a national championship. We don't even talk about that. We don't talk about it. We talk about Big Ten championship. You will not hear. I don't want your coaches talking about it. You're not going to hear that. What you're going to hear is nice strong. And you'll be evaluated daily. If you are not holding up your end of the bargain, that will be addressed. 
because we were not going to game one in Blacksburg, Virginia with Mount Nine Strong. Not going to happen. That is absolutely non-negotiable. You know what today is? The number one team in America coming together, having dinner, and getting ready to go to work. That's what we're getting ready to do. And tomorrow's another day. Enjoy the moment. You guys have earned it. Now it's time to go get another moment. Everybody got me? Have a great day. Go ahead off and uh, I'll see you at the uh, facility.